Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Yarn Overboard podcast with Sam, Samantha of Casali Crafts, <laughs> and me, Nicole, from Woven Tales Designs. We have come together for another fabulous episode, and today we're going to actually get into something that's actually a topic of discussion, rather than just the first episode we did, it was, hey, we're introducing ourselves. This is who we are. This is how nerdy and dorky we are. Yay. Yay. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I, I think it's going to be uh, a pretty pretty relevant topic, and I don't think this topic ever gets out of relevance. I think it's always something that makers struggle with, and just anybody that creates content, it's not even makers, like, you know, teachers or yeah, know, anybody that works a job. But we're going to keep it. Yeah, we're going to keep it pretty, um, pretty centrally located in the maker world. (laughs) We're like really building it up. We're like, we're building it up about this. It's going to be about this, but you don't know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, to break your, uh, your, uh, your attention here, we are going to be talking about motivation today, because let's be honest, uh, we all suffer from this inability to produce the motivation that we need sometimes. And I think, um, you know, we're recording this now and it's kind of like right before Christmas. It is the 19th. We have six days till Christmas. And I know um, if anybody is out there that makes items for the holidays, whether it's for your friends or for your, your Etsy store or whatever, like man, this, this time of year is so draining and it is, we love it, but it it really does become such a hard time for a lot of people because you want to do so much, but you only have so much time. You're only one person, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a thing. Yeah. So I think we're going to start this podcast, um, kind of, I I believe we discussed (laughs) that we were going to basically come up with like kind of three motivational problems that we personally have or we see in the world and we try we're going to just discuss like some solutions or thoughts towards ways to break that motivational problem or to kind of get on top of it if you will yeah this time I actually have mine written out before and that is amazing (laughs) I'm proud of you thank you I really improved from 15 minutes ago (laughs) I know (laughs) Yeah, that is that is the thing. Oh, self doing things ahead of time is not easy. So should we uh, ping pong again? Yeah, let's ping pong. I like a good ping game of ping pong. As far as discussions go, I'm not actually great at the regular game of ping pong. Yeah, but, uh, me neither. It really stresses me out. Like tennis, I can yeah. do because there's so much space. But ping pong, I'm like, no. <laughs> I can only do tennis for like ten minutes, then I'm like, I'm tired. This is too much work. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> would you like to go first, my dear Samantha? Sure. Um, so it's interesting, very fitting to me, I think, uh, that all of my motivation issues have to do with fear. <laughs> One of my bigger motivation problems that um, because I do garments um, is like, this overwhelming fear of not being able to size things properly and do the math for in like a way yeah. that it, people can understand. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that stops me from doing a lot of things because um, it's like I have different standards for myself when I'm creating something and I'm like, if the count is a little bit off or like whatever, that's fine. But I feel weird putting that out into the world and like just like someone being like, oh, your count is off a little bit. Like I, I don't know what's happening anymore. And for me, it's not a big deal, but for other people, I'm just like, I don't, yeah. don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I know. Uh, so you're, you're probably, so then you probably are, you feel like unmotivated to like go through all the work because it's like, well, it's going to be hard anyway, but it's, it's hard to get motivated to do that work, right? Like it's, and yeah. I have no idea like how to motivate myself in that sense because I have not gone down that rabbit hole yet. I've done sizing for like my gloves mm -hmm. that I make but that to me is just as easy as like four stitches of a difference from one size to the other across the board so it's not really I haven't really gotten to oh I'm so like admiring of you for that because that is that is definitely not an easy thing yeah <laughs> it's been getting in the way a lot um but yeah I don't know I think I just need to let go of my standards like a little bit but it really is like a math thing most of the time where it's like oh I really want to use these two stitches together but they work off of a different base like this stitch you need um a multiple of two but this one you need a multiple of three right. and it's like how do mm -hmm. you mix those together and then it gets even more complicated when you start adding different sizes on top of that and yeah yeah <laughs> yes and I don't even know how people design things when you have to shape it outside of just like a increase for the shoulder or like uh for example just like you know shaping like a neckline like how do you go beyond like darts and things like that like that to me is a whole nother yeah. animal I really don't know how these some of these makers have just been able to whip things out like one after the other because that is they have one of those super brains I swear yeah I mean definitely like I I don't really have a problem with like envisioning uh designs but yeah it's definitely making it into like a tangible pattern that is the hard thing yes I agree Okay, so motivation number one, trying to get past yourself so you can size something. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess my first one that I, um, I don't know, my motivation problem is like when you have the time to actually work on stuff, but you would rather let it pass by instead of using it. Because for me, like I always have a lot of whips. I have endless ideas and when I actually get a full day of my entire schedule is cleared and I actually have alone time and I don't have any engagements with friends or, or family or anything like that, those are sometimes the days that are hardest for me to work on my mm -hmm. projects because it's so open. And so all I want to do is sleep in, lay around the house, watch a TV show make myself breakfast tacos and spend an hour eating them while I watch a show <laughs> on Netflix. Like I, mm -hmm. so like that's my motivational problem. Um, one of my biggest ones, because I, I do have such a busy schedule that like when my schedule actually clears up, 
I feel myself unable to figure out what to work on first. And like, then like, by the time I decide, I'm just like, I don't feel as motivated because it's not as exciting because I spend so much time worrying about what to do. (laughs) Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, in one way, I'm the opposite because you have a very busy work schedule and I don't. Like, since I work from home, I I mainly choose my own hours. It's just kind of like as long as the work gets done kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, then it's like almost every day is like your kind of day where it's open and you're like, I just want to do something else. And it's like, you yes. want to do it when you can't do it. Yes, it is so true. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it's like, I worked, I do work very well under pressure and I know that subconsciously. And I think that's why I like, I just, I'm not as motivated when I have the free time because. I know that that's not, like, what's going to get me to produce diamonds of things, you know? They say people that work well under pressure create diamonds. Well, shoot, should be rich by now. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what was your, what was another one of yours? Um, this one, I don't mean to come off as, like, mean to anybody. Yeah. But this is just, like, a thing in life, but also that pertains to, um, crochet is that I'm just generally afraid of people (laughs) like oh like it's just when I've posted patterns in the past and I get like passive aggressive comments about something being wrong with the pattern or something like it's really hard for me to just brush those off yeah and they really make me not want to publish things anymore because I'm like I can't handle like I can handle criticism but I can't handle when people just like you know like I know I put endless hours into something and then someone's like you messed this thing up and I'm really offended and like your patterns suck yeah I'm just like excuse you like you didn't need to go that far you could just have a problem can you help me but some people really just pass over the polite part and go straight into, yes. like, accusing you of things. Oh, I know. I I haven't really – I think I've only had one random passive-aggressive comment, but I did ask for feedback, so mm. I kind of asked for it. It was yeah. on a video, but it was my audio was, like – I was learning how to edit videos, so my audio for my very first, like, vlogging video was not great, but I didn't know what I was doing, like – you know, I was trying to yeah. add this background music because I wanted it to be interesting and the stillness of the, you know, between, between me talking, but the audio is, you know, you learn, you have learning curves. I think what the problem is, though, is that, like, people don't realize, like, it's one thing to, like, try to reach out and help someone. It's another thing to do it openly on mm-hmm. a public part yeah. of the platform. Like, there's nothing wrong with giving feedback and kind of being honest with people, but it's better to do it, like, if you do it on Instagram, do it through a DM. Don't do it directly on a post. Mm-hmm. Or don't, like, on a Facebook post, don't do it in the comments section. Like, send someone an actual private message, because that really does show that you're caring enough. Um, I also actually had something happen to me recently on that topic of, uh, I had, a uh, what was it? This, oh, my, I cannot talk right now. My Etsy shop was featured on a Disney Facebook group, Disney nerds. So you combine the word Disney, it's Disney nerds. Um, <laughs> and I think cause I was using the hashtag a lot that month. And finally I think they picked up on it and they shared my entire shop 
and right before the holidays and it was wonderful and I had a lot of people commenting like uh like you know just like little things like oh you know non-makers were like oh I love these designs they're so cute but I would never pay that much for an item like that you know but then people were coming to like my rescue and defending me in the comments as well like you have no idea how much it costs to like make these items and she's only charging this much because she's only making this much per item for herself like that's cheap blah blah but I had one person try to be really, they private messaged me on my Etsy store, but it was kind of like, who do you think you are? Like, uh-huh. and their message was like, some, it was, I won't, re- I won't honestly like go into the whole detail, but it was very like, they were trying to warn me against my personal style as a maker mm-hmm. saying like, you need to be careful because this, that, and the other. And like, you, you know, trademarked things are very heavily like protected on the internet. Oh, blah, blah, yeah, blah. I like, that. yeah. And I was like, well, actually, like, not to say, like, leave me alone, but like, I've already done this research. Like, yeah. you don't know me at all. So you don't know that I spent countless hours brainstorming my Etsy store, and countless hours making sure that my designs we're not using anything trademarked and like Mm -hmm. my stuff is fan based. I, the way I wear things is very like specific because I have taken the time to do so. Like it is so frustrating because it's like, well, now I, I kind of went through a spell. I was like, well, maybe I don't want to design anything Disney anymore. just so people get off my back. But like, Mm -hmm. it was just that one person. So I had to like brush it off. And that's what you got to do. You just got to brush it off because at the end of the day, like there's some random troll on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) That's bored. It's not really working to make the community, you know, good. Yeah. I think it kind of feels like a battle sometimes where it's like, you know, as like a type A person, you really have that, you really just want to be perfect at something the second you start it. And, but like you get all this feedback from people. It's like, you don't have to be perfect all the time. Like, well, I mean, you can't be perfect in general, but you know, like there's steps to get better at something. And it's like, sometimes I feel like I accept that. But then when I put something out into the world, there are people that have that expectation that, like, if you're going to present people with things, it needs to be up to my standard. And their standard is, like, it needs to be flawless. And I'm, like, I just spent, like, three weeks trying to convince myself it doesn't need to be flawless. <laughs> and then you oh, out no. here. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, like, it is. Yeah. I just need to learn to, like, you know, just let it go, because people are always going to be mean. No Disney pun, but, yeah, let it go. (laughs) Oh, yeah, but seriously, let it go. Um, Also, if you haven't seen the new Frozen 2 movie, everybody get on it. It is It's so good. I had to put a shameless plug in there, because I, listen, and it's so, even my mom, who is, my mom is very, like, super, like, critical of, like, movies. She doesn't like anything cartoon or, like, CGI, like, my mom doesn't like fantasy, nothing. She won't watch that stuff, but she went to see it, uh, because we went as a family, and she was amazed, and she was like, that was so visually stunning, the way they, like, did the graphics and and the scenery and the songs were beautiful. Uh, Anyway, go watch it, people. Go. I second that. (laughs) Yeah. The nerds, assemble. Um, (laughs) Uh, yeah. Okay. So I had another one, uh, my motivational problem, and this goes back to like the whip pile thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have 
and I guess I don't know maybe maybe like my my problems all stem from like productivity I guess which this is like my big push in 2020 is to like work on my productivity um, levels and try to get better at like you know batching things and getting things cranked out but I have a huge problem where I complete projects 75 percent and then they sit in a corner it's not even like oh I have one stitch left or like whatever like I somehow get to 75% of a project being finished and then it's so hard to find the motivation to just get that last 25% out. And it's usually something, it will only take maybe a half day of work to finish and somehow it just sits in my corner, like untouched. And then I like get excited about something else and I move on to something else. And I hate that. (laughs) I know exactly how you feel. I have like several bins of things I haven't finished. <laughs> yeah. It is so crazy. And it's part of me. is like, why do they get that bad? And maybe I need to practice. Like, I know how some makers say, like, they only do literally one project at a time. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what I need to do. But oh, I just get so excited. And I just want to do all the things. And oh, so many cool friends of ours come out with, like, great patterns. Like, yeah. God, I don't know how long I've been waiting for myself to just do the um uh sweet softies our friend sweet softies on instagram she mm-hmm. has this adorable mermaid little oh, mermaid yeah. and make a roomy pattern and i've had it i bought the pattern from her like i bought it it's, it's sitting in my library on ravelry <laughs> and i have the yarn picked out and i have yet to start it because i'm just like oh that one I haven't even gone off the ground, but I have so many things I've started. Like I have a friend's baby outfits set that I'm making and it's just like, it's just there. I'm just staring at it. I'm like, one of these days, find the motivation somehow deep within and just do it or I'll just get fed up with it and kind of finish it quickly. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like, I don't know about you, but I know like, I don't maybe it's like a super common thing, but I don't have, like, an in-between motivation stage. I either have it or I don't. And it's, yeah. like, okay. I go from, like, zero to 100. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm so excited. I need to do this right now. And, like, I yes. need to get out. Like, I just need to do it as fast as I can or I know I'm uh-huh. going to lose the motivation. And yep. I've kind of learned that, like, there's no point in fighting myself over it. Because, like, if I'm, I don't have the motivation... I just can't do it. Like, if I'm not excited yeah. about the project, it's so hard to force myself to work on it. But then I just, like, I don't know if I'm, like, being too easy on myself where I'm, like, not pushing yeah. myself to do things. But right. yeah. I just know, like, the way I work that if I try to fight myself on it, it's just not going to end well. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah, it's, I'm I'm right there with you. And I think it is pretty common, but it's just so funny how I don't see this side of myself in a lot of other things in my life. If I, like, start something, I start and I do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for example, like, okay, like, I commit to, like, bringing something to, like, a potluck. So, like, I plan what I'm going to make. I buy the ingredients days before, and I make it the day of, and I make it on time, and I go. And yeah. It's like, I wish I could apply that simple, like, let's just do it to my makes because they could, I could just, I could have so many things out for the world to see if I just did it. Yeah. And it I could dissociate, help. you know? 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm, like, really pushing myself to finish something. And, like, physically, my hands just can't do it. <laughs> that's another thing. You're that's just like, why is it so hard to yarn over right now? Yeah. Oh, why? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What's another motivational problem you've discovered? Um, I mean, I think it's definitely in the same ballpark as what you were saying, but, like, uh-huh. I'll burn out and have, like, big periods in which I just, like, cannot, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and it used to really bother me, but I think I'm just kind of used to it now in the same realm of, like, not fighting it, where I'm, like, mm-hmm. if I'm just not feeling creative, like, is it really worth it to beat myself up about it every day? Like, right. I should just wait until it comes back. Yes. I know. I know. And I think, like, our brains take trips of, like, solitude for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because we've crammed it with so much information that it literally needs the processing time. Which yeah. can take days. And, like, I don't know about you, but I, like, I'm a big research person. I feel like you are, too. And yeah, I am. Like, I, have I try not to, get to say that I am, but I am obsessive. <laughs> yeah, I get really obsessive about things, and I just, like, let it, I let it flow. So it's, like, like when I got engaged, um, I didn't do any wedding stuff for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I was, like, I need to plan every single detail of the wedding. Yeah. And, like, that's all yeah. my brain could focus on was that. And then yeah. I started to burn out. And then now we're at the stage where we're doing house hunting again. And I'm like, okay, my uh, brain is houses 24-7. <laughs> and yeah, and it's like I you just don't have room like, for anything else. <laughs> exactly. So I just get into like, yeah, these kind of weird obsessive things where it's like sometimes it really makes me exhausted. But other times it's like I need something to make my brain keep turning. So it's yes. fun for like a week. And then the next week I'm like, I can't even have dreams that are normal. (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. My dreams are so heavily affected by what I'm working on. Like I am a very vivid dreamer. I always remember my dreams. Like right when I wake up, like, ah, yes, I totally exactly agree. Yeah. I know when I was planning my wedding, like that was one of the slowest periods I had with like my crochet hobby. And that was before I opened my store, but Mm. I was definitely like, this is crazy. I, I literally can't focus on anything, but is the caterer going to give me the menu that I asked for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know how you feel. It's like, it, I like focus on something until it doesn't make me happy anymore, pretty much. Yes. So it's like, I'm not suffering while I'm doing it. Like, right. I enjoy That's what so I'm doing, true. but then at yeah. some point I'm like, I gotta take a break. And focus on something else for too long. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's so crazy. Yeah. I know when I revamped my shop last year, uh, I took like the whole summer to do it until like the early fall. And I literally took every single one of my designs. I think I had like 22 characters that I had designs for. So like all the princesses and then like all the regular like Mitty, Mickey, Goofy, Donald, and Daisy. Mm-hmm. And I redid every single one of my designs with, like, pictures and mm. with, like, writing my 
notes down so that I actually could remember how to remake this stuff when someone orders it. And I did a lot of work. And by the end of that, I was so tired. And it was like right before the holidays. And I was like, I do not have the capacity to even take on Christmas now. Yeah. And I was, and I, it was hard to find motivation. People were asking me, like my mom asked me to make, uh, like, I remember she asked me to make like beanies for my little second cousins, my, my cousin's kids. And I was like fighting her about it for so long. Cause I was like, <laughs> I mom, you don't understand how much work I just did. Like yeah. I even like, I even to the point, like, it wasn't just taking pictures of my products. Like I was setting up meetings for my friends to be my models and mm. taking them to like locations to take pictures and edit everything. God, it was just so much. It was just, I couldn't be motivated to even like make dinner for myself. I was just like microwaving food and getting Taco yeah. Bell and <laughs> so bad. So, so bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah. And I think actually that might be a good like liaison into like my last little motivational problem that I found has plagued me. Uh, this year, and I, I think it's because sometimes I get a little snobby, which I hate to admit that about myself, but I definitely um, get very, I like to do my own ideas, I think. And I, listen, I don't know how I could ever go on one of these, like, if they ever made, like, crocheting somehow into some kind of, like, competition on TV, <laughs> you know, how, like, they do, like, makeup competition like, yeah. for makeup artists or things. Like, I don't know if I could ever do this for TV because it would just be so frustrating to me. My problem is like when I get custom orders, cause I still take them and I really like us at the end of the day, I appreciate custom orders a lot. That's why I still do them because I think they continue to make me learn about myself. But yeah, like I, I find it so hard to be motivated to do custom orders, especially when, and I'm going to break it down even more specifically when they are easy and they're just really basic mm-hmm. um, because those things, I'm just like, you could have just asked someone else. Like, did you see what I have in my shop? It's, it's just very, I feel like my designs are very like detailed. Mm-hmm. So I just like, okay, I'll bring up an example just to uh, kind of clear the air here. Like I had this past year, someone asked for a pair of Anna inspired mittens from the first Frozen movie. And when Anna goes like traveling up the North mountain to find her sister, she wears these like blue mittens with like, like a kind of like a darker teal design on the back of the hand. Mm-hmm. And they're really, it's just mittens with a little design and they're so easy. And the yeah. design is very, very simple to do. I basically just did like a knit stitch mitten with like really simple ribbing on the cuff and, I used a fluffy thick yarn and that was it, but it took me so much motivation to start it. Mm-hmm. And this is honestly why like on Etsy, like I hope I'm not ruining this for anybody that comes to my store. So <laughs> this is why I have like the processing time of up to a month because depending on what I'm working on at the same time or like whatever, like I just sometimes I just don't want to start it. Cause I, I just, I feel like I'm, it's not either. I guess it's just not challenging enough. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, I could, just, I wish I had another friend that could just make this for you because I don't really want to spend time on this because it's so basic. I hate using that word. Yeah. Because all crochet is beautiful. It really is. I'm not trying to talk down other people that just do simpler designs, but I'm just like, I like to be challenged with like, hey, Nicole, could you make like 
a Zootopia design for like a headband or something like, I would love something like that, you know, cause that's like, oh, there's so many options. I could play with color and this, that, and the other, like it's not so specific and simple, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, I find it hard to motivate myself in that department because I think people that aren't makers don't know how, what they can actually ask for. They don't know how specific they can get. So I think they just ask for really easy things. It's like, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I like, um, it's interesting because, I mean, I don't take customer custom orders or just every once in a while if someone's like, and I know them and they're like, can you please make this for me? I'll usually do it. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm just like, I'm sorry. I know I'm not going to be able to finish it. So no. Um, <laughs> but when I was in film school, it was interesting to see the other dynamic of like between like, cause I did cinematography yeah, and pretty much it's the director's job to be like, this is what I'm envisioning and I want you to do it. And they would always envision things that were actually impossible or like just <sighs> impossible for the budget. And I'm yes. just like, yeah. So the standards people have sometimes are like so crazy where they're like, like specifically in crochet, they're like, oh, can you make this? And you're like, well, that's a knitted design, so no. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to not work in my department. Yeah, like I, I, it's rare for me to find a perfect custom order customer, which is so terrible to say because either, like you said, like they're asking for the moon or yeah. they're asking for like a little raindrop and you're like, wait, what? Like, mm-hmm. can you just learn to make it yourself? <laughs> <laughs> or like find someone else I don't know yeah, yeah I mean everyone I think has different motivation and you can see it from maker to maker because like yeah. with us like I know that neither of us are very money driven like we love no. the design aspect of it and it's like if it doesn't feed yeah. that need then we don't really right. have an interest but there's some people that like they're like I just want to have a hobby that makes me money and they can whip out yeah. beanies and stuff like these business. Yes. And I'm like, Power I can never do people. that. So like, yeah. Yeah, I like, I definitely yeah. think those people have some kind of motivation that I'll never have. But yeah, no, and I'm different I'm kinds by those of people. people. There is. And that's very amazing that you brought that up. Like we have to remember like when comparing ourselves to other makers, like you can't because everyone's motivation level and drive is so different from person to person mm-hmm. for sure. Like, and I actually, yeah, I'm not money driven at all. Like obviously like I'll monetize my things if I know that like I have something with it so that it, you know, I can just fund my own hobby basically yeah, um, and validate it in that way. But I, yeah, like I want to move more towards like YouTube stuff. Like I want to get away from my store. Like I want to do more like entertainment content for making. Cause I think that is so fun and not really done as much. Like there's tutorials, there's all kinds of like educational stuff out there for crochet, but I, I'm more motivated to do things that aren't really done, but then I kind of dig myself in a hole. Cause then it's like, well, how do I do things that aren't done? Yeah, like, there's something to base it off of, so it's hard to, like, yes. yeah, build from the ground zero. Yeah, it is really hard. But, I mean, I, I totally, I, I don't like using this phrase very much, but I really get off on that stuff, like, getting to be a part of new experiences. Like, for example, as a performer, like, 
I've opened a lot of shows that have never, I've been in the first cast of shows before, like multiple times. That is something I love, like being the first to help create a role and, and to be the first body in a costume that has been mm-hmm. worn for the first time and wearing the first wig of the character. Like I love that stuff because you bring things to life and you get to put your own stamp on it. But as a maker, it can be hard because also like, I feel like nothing's ever new anymore. Like, I think as humans, the human race, we just forget what's out there (laughs) and we forget what happens in the past. So we just create things and we think it's new, but it's really not because like we're only creating things based off of like what we think is pretty and what we can bring from our own memory, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I think, uh, yeah, everyone's motivation comes from such a unique place, which can be great when your motivation is there. But when your motivation is not there, it's like this dark hole that you feel like you can't climb out of. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah, if I could sum up my uh, my mental my mental journey this year, I feel like I've been doing a lot of trying to pull myself through the mud. I feel like, mm-hmm. and the mud is my own. I made the mud. I put the water and the dirt together, and I made the mud. It's not <laughs> like anyone else did it. You know, yeah. it's not like this. Our community is so amazing and so motivational, but it's just interesting how supportive we are with each other, but yet we still just, half of the motivation is really just on ourselves. You know, yeah. it's not because someone's really bringing us down that much at yes. the end of the day. It's, it's really just like how we have a grip on ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I summed up my year, I think it's just like, it's been learning about acceptance. Yeah. (laughs) Because I just, yeah, I need to accept when, like, I'm just not feeling it. (laughs) Right. And, like, not be so hard on myself about it, because it's, it is just an extra thing that I'm doing. Like, I don't owe anybody anything. It's just for me, but, you know, it is hard when you feel like, I think it's just, like, the monetization of it where you're like if I don't post something on Instagram I'm gonna lose all my followers like it doesn't really matter but no bothers you yeah 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 acceptance of knowing it's okay is hard easier said than done yeah definitely (laughs) very much so so do you then okay I'll further prompt you the question I didn't think of until now do you have any plans for like obviously this will probably air in the new year or like maybe right before but do you have any plans for how you're going to attack your motivation struggles in the new year yeah well sometimes my plan sometimes feels like a cop-out and sometimes it feels like (laughs) very real but honestly so much of how I feel my motivation and productivity is like driven right now is because of my surroundings and I'm not going to show you but it's like a mess on this side of the room and it's like this is my craft side and it really stresses me out because it's like in the bedroom and I don't have room to do anything and so it makes me like not want to do anything because there's so many steps to it. Um, and it's also like that with my job too, because since I don't have a specific area that like, I do have a specific area where I have to film because the lighting in the uh, apartment sucks. So it's like, I can only film on the dining room table, which means Uh, I need to clear off the entire dining room table 
every time yes. I need to do oh something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's extra steps like that. And I think really once we move, I think I'll be a lot more productive because I yeah. have the, the space to be. And right. also like just less distractions because it's so loud here. There's always something happening. Right. And it's just a lot. So like I do have high hopes for more motivation and productivity next year. But it's really Absolutely. just based on us moving. <laughs> Whether that's in my head or not, I don't know. Uh, but-, <laughs> but no, it's true. They say like you're inspired by your surroundings. And if your surroundings are stifling, then hard to feel inspired and motivated so mm-hmm. I totally believe that oh my goodness absolutely yeah I uh, I actually bought a book to work on my motivation Ooh. which I it's my goal to get back into reading um because I used to be a huge bookworm I used to like demolish books man yeah as far as like reading goes <laughs> not like I was <laughs> like ah that book was great throw it in the trash like no I was like huge, huge into reading when I was growing up and I was actually homeschooled growing up. And I think that's why, because I did a lot of my, my own learning on my own. My mom Mm kind of like bought the books and then I just kind of crammed them in, you know, but, uh, I got this book. It's called uh, good morning, good life by a YouTuber and motivational speaker. Her name is Amy Landino and she's got like a whole thing on like morning routines and definitely look her up if that's something you need to like focus on. But I like, I just, I, I like lose productivity, but just because I'm so unmotivated when I wake up in the morning. And I think it's because yeah. I just don't have a routine. I just kind of like let myself kind of bumble about and maybe I'll make coffee and maybe I'll remember to eat breakfast and maybe I'll remember to get up in time so I can clean the litter box in the cat's area. And like, you know, like yeah. I don't have things set in stone in a schedule ever I just kind of do things as I see like I need to do them you know mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get a handle on that because I think that will help me feel more motivated knowing that I've already set expectations for myself so yeah. like because I think like I sometimes let myself off too easy because I'm like oh it's a hobby I don't have to do it that in this structured way but like what I want to have happen with my hobby isn't happening because I'm not giving myself the structure to be free with it you know mm-hmm. so Yes, I have bought a book and it comes with a workbook and a planner. So I'm hoping that that gets me going and I feel more motivated in the new year. We will see. I'm not going to try to wake up at like 5 a.m. or anything, but you know. One day. (laughs) One day. I think last this past year, I tried waking up at 5 a.m. for like a week straight just to see if I could do it. And I only lasted like three days. (laughs) And most of the days I took a nap. (laughs) It's definitely romanticized. You're like, I'm going to wake up at five. I'm going to get all this stuff done. I'm going to feel great. But then you wake up at five and you don't feel great. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I like this blogger that I like listen to on YouTube because she doesn't, she's very honest. She's like, listen, morning people, they lie. It sucks waking yeah, right. up early in the morning. But once you get yourself up and you're actually doing stuff for yourself before you have to do what you have to do, that's where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. So trying to work on that because myself anything so yeah I know what you mean <laughs> yeah it is ah the balance so hard yeah. but uh wow yeah do you have any further thoughts on the motivational front I feel like we covered a lot of information for sure 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know that we specifically came up with any solutions, which is fine, because yeah. I feel like part of, like, what I appreciate about podcasts and stuff is just, like, knowing that I'm not alone. So I feel like, yeah. Yeah. you know, when I listen to things and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not the only person that has that problem or feels that way. Like, I don't even need them to have a solution. I'm just like, okay, yeah. that makes me feel better. Yes. Because, yeah, and I don't perceive myself to be, like, a fixer of things. Like, I perceive yeah. myself to be, like, a creative person. And so if I can – if I feel like I – you know, if you can create the problem, you could probably create the solution for yourself. Like no <laughs> uh-huh. one's going to, no one should be able to tell you how to fix your own problem. Like you should be able to create that yourself, you know? Yeah. It is a mindset thing overall, I think. World of making things and finding the motivation to do so. Because we had motivation to learn back in the day. So we can motivate yeah. ourselves to learn to get back on board as well. Yep. It's in there somewhere. It is. And I think for us too, like, you know, for anyone out there that's listening, that's, you know, Sam and I are both in the same age bracket. I think uh, we're definitely in a, we're in a transitional time in our lives because we're coming into the mature adult life where mm-hmm. we're married and we're setting up our family if we want that. And we're, you know, finding our forever home and we have our, we're adopting animals together and like <laughs> you know, all these things. And you're, you know, you're finding the rise in your career if, if you don't do your maker life as a full-time job. So it's, you know, it can be distracting when you want to really dive into your passions and your creativity. Yeah. So, definitely. yeah. So we're with you. Anyone that's out there that's like, Oh my God, I'm so unmotivated. Like, it's okay. We got it. We got you. Yeah, you're definitely not the only one. About ourselves. <laughs> Remember, people only post what they want you to see. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh my gosh, everybody struggles with stuff. Like, oh, what about my other favorite? I I feel like I talk about YouTubers all the time, but one of my <laughs> other favorite YouTubers to watch is uh, the Jeffrey Star Beauty mm-hmm. Channel mm-hmm. because he is so blunt about the crap that goes on behind the scenes in his life. And he doesn't give you all the details. He's like, y'all, it's not cake every day. Every day, you have to go to work every single day. Yeah, I mean, you need people that remind you that real life is a thing. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, he's a millionaire. He makes a lot of money. Yeah. And even people that make a lot of money and they are deemed one of the successful people around, like, they still struggle. (laughs) They have problems. Because we're humans. And that's what we do. We create problems so we can create solutions. Yep. We love doing that. <laughs> we love doing that. Anyway, if, if there's anything we're good at, it's creating problems and then creating solutions for the problems. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I had a great time with this topic, Sam. I, I needed this going into the new year for sure. Yeah, it was nice to vent. <laughs> nice to vent and get things off your chest. And because if you don't vent and talk about stuff, then they stay in your chest and then you get chest pains and then you freak out. Yep. That's I'm tired, right. out. That's I'm tired of tiring myself out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in the new year, we'll, we'll tackle many an issue. <laughs> yes. Many an issue. But we'll also do some fun stuff too. You know, I don't yeah. want this. I don't, I hope you all out there, anyone that's listening, uh, I, Tony, I know you're listening. My husband, he's probably listening, but I <laughs> hope that, you know, you all know that this is going to be a nice mix of a podcast. We want it to be fun. We want it to be easygoing and casual. Like, like you could just 
imagine yourself sitting in a crochet circle with us just hanging out with like a little sip and stitch, you know, this is supposed to be easy, right? You know, Mm -hmm. we're not experts on anything. I hope you guys realize that like we have experience, but that doesn't put us in a seat to be like, this is the answer because we don't, you know, we're just a couple of makers that are friends that want you to understand that you can have a friend too. Yeah. just want one. So. <laughs> all right well uh, we do the outro again I don't know I guys forgive us on the outro we know we're not the best at it <laughs> we're working we're on it 100% transparent with this we after the first episode we we're like whoa the outro we got it we, we'll figure that one out <laughs> yeah okay so where can people find you <sighs> people can find me I wish you guys could see the video because we're, we're watching each other talk with our hands it's really hilarious I know uh, we're people, <laughs> big hand people <laughs> we're big hand people we keep like throwing a hand out at a word <laughs> emphasize it so much better uh we are going to be able to find me Nicole of Woven Tales Designs at Instagram that is the first place you can find me I have a link tree in my profile on Instagram and my handle is at woven.tails.designs and tails is spelled t-a-l-e-s not like the part of an animal that swishes back and forth when they walk no a tail like a story <laughs> just to clarify I don't think I said that the first episode so woven.tails.designs uh, I'm on YouTube I'm on uh, Ravelry Etsy all those things uh, maybe one day I'll have a blog that is another challenge in my future but not for today because clearly I'm finding the motivation uh, and Sam <laughs> Miss Samantha where can everyone find you in all your glory well if someone were to try to find me they would probably find me <laughs> on Instagram where I also have a link tree to all of my things um at Kasali Crafts, which like you mentioned the tail thing, I'll mention how my name is spelled because yes. <laughs> so Kasali is C-A-S-A-L-E, which most people pronounce castle, but it's Kasali. Because uh, they want you to be in it from a castle. That's so cute. I know. And crafts with a C, right? Not yep. with a K. Crafts with a C. I, see, I hate this. I don't hate them. I shouldn't say this is a very strong one. I sometimes just find it funny when people spell crafts with a K because I'm like, mm-hmm. this is like craft singles, like craft singles. <laughs> like, yeah. But, I never thought about yeah, it. Was fine. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you know that Instagram, sometimes you just, that's what's available. So you got to pick it, you know? It's true. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay. What a, what a, what a enlightening episode, guys. We can't wait to come back with another one. So Stay tuned. Again, it's our goal to come out with one every other week because, you know, we are still new to this. So, uh, you know, hang in, hang in there. I cannot use my words. Hang in there. In there. <laughs> hang in there. All right, guys. Have a fabulous week. Sam, can't wait to talk to you again. It was fun. As always. <laughs> always. Sign off.